Tundra Talk is brought to you by Frontier Outfitters and Century Hardware, your source for outdoor gear in interior Alaska. It's a locally owned, longtime Fairbanks business that I've shopped at since I was a kid, and they've always done a great job of carrying a wide variety of quality, proven gear that'll tackle whatever Alaskan tasks you need it to. Frontier Outfitters always stays current with gear for the season, and whether you're bear baiting in the spring, fishing or dip netting in the summer, looking for game bags and gears for moose camp in the fall, or need to stock up on trapping lures, get a new spud bar, or just need some bait for your winter burbot sets, they've got you covered. They also carry a wide variety of Alaskan-proven clothing and boots, camping gear, meat processing supplies, lots of guns, ammo, reloading and shooting supplies, as well as gun safes. Downstairs in Century Hardware, you'll find your snow machine and ATV accessories like sleds and hitch pins, gun boots, hot grips, as well as a full selection of marine and boating parts and accessories. They really go out of their way to stock quality, useful equipment, and it's truly one of those great hometown sporting goods and hardware stores that every town needs to have. Whether you're gearing up for a hunting or fishing trip, working on that never-ending home improvement project, or you just need to rehandle an axe, it's usually a one-stop shop. Frontier Outfitters is located on 3rd and Old Steese in Fairbanks, and they have a second location out in North Pole, so make sure you stop in there and tell them you heard about it on Tundra Talk. This episode of Tundra Talk is also brought to you by Hedgecock Group Real Estate, a local brokerage that can cover your real estate needs in the Fairbanks area, whether it's residential, commercial, or just undeveloped property. The Hedgecocks have been active in the Fairbanks and North Pole real estate market since the early 80s and have put together a team that really reflects the diverse needs of homebuyers in interior Alaska. With a brokerage team made up of multi-generation Fairbanks locals, transplants, and military veterans, they really understand the unique aspects of living in the interior and what that means when it comes to shopping for a home in general, buying land to build a home, and they also understand the situations that many military members are in when needing to buy or sell a home in Fairbanks. This is really a unique place to live, and whether it's learning why some houses have water holding tanks instead of wells, how much it'll cost to heat a given house, or just what recreational opportunities are close by, they're here to help you. More than simply acquiring or building a piece of property, they can help you find the right property in the right place and help you learn from their experience. The Hedgecock Group offices are on Noble Street in Fairbanks, and if you want to get in touch with them, visit www.fairbanksakhomes.com. That's how you do it. All right, welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Friel, and uh, this will be the next few episodes should be a little interesting. I haven't, we have, have not had time to like catch up with everybody from sheep hunting. Like we are going to still like get together and re, you know, recap our sheep hunt from this year and, um, and moose, moose season and all that. Like we got a lot of catching up to do, but, uh, it's going to be a long winter. So, uh, anyway, this, so this one's like a little out of order. This is going to be more of a caribou episode. Um, I just got back, uh, went with my dad up, uh, up the hall road caribou hunting and yeah every once in a while you meet guys so we're you're you know you pull up and you see like an old a old beat up toyota truck you're like the you know these guys got their priorities straight they're gonna you know it's usually gonna be a killer it's not like the brand new f-350 that's that's gonna be uh gonna be the deadly guys so anyway no we we just got up there to where 
where we were going to camp and uh, and met these guys and bumped into them a couple times uh, throughout the course of the hunt. And they happened to happened to have use for a place to crash on the way back. So I'm just yeah, going to milk it milk it for all it's worth. But uh, got um, Tyler and and and. Jordan, um, why am I blanking on your last oh, name? It's Wagner. Wagner. I was yep. going to say Walker, but I was like, no, I know that's not right. <laughs> so Tyler and Jordan Walker. Um, <laughs> no Wagner. Wagner. Oh. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. I str- I struggle often, <laughs> but Wagner. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, it was great to meet you guys on that hunt, and uh, you know, for every, for every you know, hunts like that, you, you're there's almost always you're going to be other people around and sometimes they're a pain in the ass, but, um, yeah, there's, there's always good people up there too. So yeah, well, uh, yeah, why don't you, uh, you guys, um, cause we actually bumped it. I don't know where you were at Jordan, but, or you were in the truck the first, yeah, but yeah, talk to, talk to Tyler and yeah. So, you know, where are you guys from and yeah, just, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, so yeah, I'm from Sitka, Alaska and I kind of spend a bunch of time there and, um, most of my time when I'm not working and, uh, yeah, I guess a little bit of background. I, I went to, grew up there, born and raised. Then I went down to college in in uh, Colorado and then, uh, came back up here, you know, knew I wanted to be in Alaska, but yeah, I'm uh, actually eighth native. So I got free tuition down there. So I, oh, nice. yeah, I went down there to drop out of school. Basically, I just wanted to party and chase women <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And yeah, I had that opportunity, so I went down there, and um, you know, I've always liked a challenge, so I ended up getting a physics engineering degree somehow, and then came back to Alaska and knew nice. I wanted. What college did you go to? Oh, uh, Fort Lewis. Fort and, Lewis. Yeah. Okay. So if you're native um, and you have any paperwork, again, I'm a, I'm a 16th Clinkett, a 16th Eskimo, and uh, seven eighths white, but yeah. you know, I got I got free. It's free, enough, free yeah. Tuition. Might as well take advantage of it, yeah. So yeah, so I went down there, knew I wanted to stay in Alaska, but I had that opportunity, uh, so came back and you know kind of worked in the oil field and other that sort of thing, and now I got got into flying and trying to get my commercial pilots. But um, yeah, really, really like hunting. Mostly sheep hunting is what I've got into. Yeah. So that's, well, that's because you recognized me. I, I try to keep a low profile sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like when someone you're staring at someone like staring at something at a really long distance. <laughs> yeah, no. When you, it's funny when you guys pulled up. You know, I was like, oh, well, one, I I just wanted to let you know, um, basically that I, you know, that you guys were camping there and we were on the on the south side there, and I just want I just wanted to let you know. That uh, that's she's fine up there. Okay, um, I wanted to let you know that uh, you know, I was planning on hunting that the next day, yeah, and that I wasn't going to be interrupting your yeah your space, but just, just coordinating, wanted, yeah, yeah, and um, and then I we learned some information, and so I figured I'd pass that along to you yeah. and let you know that if that other group of people didn't scare them away, that they would come literally by your tent and you yeah. can just make coffee and hopefully get one, but. But yeah. Um anyways, Jordan, yeah, maybe Yeah. I, I was to say I like I have a mechanical engineering degree that I don't Oh you use. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and the tall one, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And he's my younger brother, yeah. but <laughs> I remember yeah. you're like, Yeah, my, my, my little well he's my he's bigger than me, but he's my little brother. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm from Gustavus, Alaska, and uh, I mean, Tyler and I, you know, we different different moms, same dad, so we're both from Southeast and stuff. And So you're a brother from another mother. Yeah, brother from <laughs> another mother, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I went down to college for a couple of years. I took a couple of years off out of high school, and I went down there pursuing a me- mechanical engineering degree. I was going for... Uh, to school in Iowa. I did that for two years. Yeah. You got out in time. You got out before it was too late. Exactly. <laughs> well, if, if I'm like going to insert a prediction. Yeah. But I was dumb. By the time I got to senior year, all of us were just like, this was stupid. We should, we should, <laughs> like, if we could, like, go back to our freshman selves and be like, do some, pursue something. Else. I mean, obviously, there's nothing wrong with it. And I'm, I'm glad I finished it out, but. It's nothing like there's no, I don't even, I, you know, it's like valuable to have, but I would never tell anyone like, no, you have to go do this or that. Like everyone's kind of got to find their own, their own path or way or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I did two years of that and then, you know, it, I, I decided this last year I I wasn't going to go back. Maybe I will finish up college at some point, but I got a pretty killer job in the construction aspect so i'm i'm doing that and then yeah he's up here i was hanging out with tyler and he was looking for someone to go sheep hunting with him and i was like man i'd I'd love to go sheep hunting you know it's like a dream of mine so he he brought me to the stores and had me spend a couple thousand dollars on gear and uh yeah he's he's my financial advisor lately yeah (laughs) and then uh we went and did that for a week and uh then yeah we we wanted to go check out the the bow hunting so yeah i went and got a recurve and uh yeah we we headed up there and then we met you and um it was yeah you got straightened out like on a pretty good boat you because know, you had, you had, tyler said when we were you know the it was the next morning well yeah because and i guess like tell telling kind of the story we yeah we got encamped and it was started to get dark and you know you could see there was just caribou every but in certain spots there was just tons of tons of caribou rounds like there's going to be some action and obviously like right where we were camped there was just solid trails beat down right by the tent so yeah and he just got back because he he was um trying to get a a little herd over there and i was waiting basically where you guys camped and then that they were where you saw those tracks right right at the at the road yeah i mean that's where they stopped and uh so he would anyways i was just waiting for him to come down and then that other group of people you know rolled up for the bathroom breaks and yeah i I was like well all right so and then (laughs) and then you rolled up and started setting up 10 and i was like yeah, my hunt's done. <laughs> oh yeah, day. I felt bad because initially, <laughs> oh, like, we didn't good. even didn't even see the truck till like we pulled right into the spot. I was well, like, oh man. Yeah, but that, at Oops. the same time, that's it. That is the camping area. Yeah, you know? it's just also that's where the hunting area yeah. was too at the time, which is cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, and you, you'd said your brother like the next more is the next morning. You know, kind of got up and and from what i you know been told my buddies and you guys were mentioning that the the group that was kind of right where we camped in the same spot they were and we'd pass them on the way up that yeah like 
would you say they would said they would just like they would just stay in their tent you could tell you could hear the hooves clicking and stuff yeah well you know how you could hear their horns and oh stuff. yeah and they they and, f- were f- like sparring a little bit yeah and, and so that's what those other group of guys that we we um met and we we're kind of waiting for them to move out of there so we didn't want to you know we got there the same time but since they were camped there i felt like that was more their right you know yeah. so we we're just kind of waiting for them to to leave and they did that that day that you came and in. then we rolled right <laughs> yeah and that, that's why i told you i was like i'm just letting you know yeah i'm gonna be hunting this tomorrow yeah. because I've, I've been waiting my turn it's been like five days now so I'm, yeah <laughs> um but yeah no they uh they they just said man they just make coffee and they said they'd get a late start and yep when they could start hearing the hearing the uh, caribou moving through the brush, they would, you know, finish up their coffee and start making breakfast. Or actually, <laughs> well, they actually didn't. Sorry, it was hot cocoa. Hot they, cocoa. Yeah, oh. they, they were actually Mormon. They didn't drink the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I was uh, wait long enough for the hangover well, to start like, well, wearing off. Well, but it's funny because you know I met them and they were cool guys yeah. and and I was like, well, you know. Hey, we you know we you're just making friends. Like, hey, yeah. we we got some beer. If if you guys want a beer, and you know they're like, no, we don't we don't drink beer. And so I had a good indication then, and and then um you know he the first day I met him, Jordan, I don't he was out too, and I was met them first, and and uh, they um you know told me to stop by their camp and say hello, and so I did, and it's fun. They'll probably listen to this, but. We didn't feel as welcomed, you know, when the brother and I came up, you know, they're like, you know, well, we got this hunting spot and you could just tell they're yeah. like, dang it, man, these guys are going to want to hunt this too. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, I saw, I connected their, uh, non-beer drinking and they had a huge thing of hot cocoa, but I saw no coffee around oh. and I knew, I was like, I knew. <laughs> yeah, he guessed it now the night before. He's like, yeah, they're Mormon for sure. I was like, I got the same feeling. <laughs> and, well, no, it was, it was funny. But anyways, because I was like, well, you guys want to have some coffee? And they're like, no, we don't drink coffee. And I blurted it out. I was like, you guys are Mormon, aren't you? And they're like, yeah, and obviously nothing against that. But, you know, it's just, just funny. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah it's just funny. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, um. No, they they got out of there. You guys came in, and um, you know we we all kind of had a game plan of what what was going on. You just got to be patient and and wait for them and get ahead of them, and then and wait for that herd to move by you and just be really hunkered down. And with those other hunters, you know they we we all had a plan, and um, they had a different plan where it's kind of chase them around in the truck and. Scare, yeah. scare them back into yeah. the mountains. So yeah. it was hard. Well, it was, you know, and from what, because they had showed up, it, 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 right, like right where they were camping, which, you know, you don't blame anybody, you know, some, you don't know everything coming in. So like where you camp, or sometimes it just messes with well, stuff. But, yeah, it's especially like where you were camped too. I mean, knowing what I knew, we were going to try to set up in a different spot to, yeah. so that we weren't, because that herd was literally coming in. 30 feet from, yeah, from the tent. you know, yeah, and, and knowing that before you have, you're already, like, pounding tent stakes and stuff, yeah. you know, there maybe would be a better, a more concealed spot to, yeah, to do that, um, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, the next morning we got up and we're kind of, 
waiting to see stuff start moving and we got caught with our pants down basically because i'm like i look over here on this hill and i'm like oh there, there's a herd of them right there and it looks they're kind of pointed our direction and i'm thinking all right well they might just come right down by camp so i'm gonna sit tight and then the next time i pop my head out of the tent they're just like streaming by you know up the drainage from camp you know hundreds of them so we were, we were driving in and we saw your group um trying to go up and kind of intersect them and see if you could split, yeah. split that. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're driving in from the road, and we see the other group just charging straight <laughs> up. And I was like, well, oh, well, we see what's going on. And so then we had a game plan. It's like, well, they're going to they're gonna be pushing them, and that other group's going to be pushing them. So I was like, we're just going to go right in the middle and sink down in that drainage yeah. and and just wait for them because you could see that trail yep and i think that's where you end up getting yours it was that that yeah, trail and that it was drainage. it was down it was a different spot but the same drainage they, yeah yeah and when i saw them up there i'm like well i like i didn't have an idea i didn't know how many were coming and what and i didn't know as we ultimately i'm like we could just try getting splitting them up yeah. the drainage but i'm like yeah better off not to spook them so we just tried to loop around and see if there was a spot where we could slip into them yep without spooking them and stay out of everybody else's way so we kind of circled around we never I mean, there was a few that saw us but we never spooked them you know we got to within a couple hundred yards of them and it was cool because just right on the other side of the hill you see antlers and hear them grunting and yeah. snorting and fighting and and then you know as we're i'm just like let's just keep pushing a little and then by the time we like it was like five ten minutes after we had like seen a group of them 150 yards away on top of the hill like crest over there and there's like the last five of them going back into the mountains it just was like the direction i think they had wanted to come like down through all that brush yep that's what they did and then and then the you know all the the road racing going on like between their kind of you know i just I think it kept him up in that hill um but yeah and they were you know and then yeah and then you met us up there and we walked down yeah my brother's you know he just got a recurve and whatever and it was funny because uh, i was thinking like you know sam mcsage whatever comes walking up i was like that's a nice bow man like i don't know if you realize like, that's a good setup <laughs> no when, when i went to the archery shop you know i went in there and the, i i brought in the one bow i'd bought from the screaming eagle and he's like yeah i mean we we can tune it up for you, you know. He's like, I I I just don't think that's a good setup. And I was like, Yeah, because we well, we were just gonna do this little hunt. So he just bought something that you know he could go with. And, yeah. And then obviously, you know, you can always upgrade. Yeah. yeah. And, and he and he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I went to the the full curl in Anchorage, and I walked in, you know, and he's like, Yeah, not much I can really do for you. And he's like, I was like, Well, well, what would you suggest, you know? And he goes. He just points over at the wall, and I'm like, "Man, those do look nice." And he goes, "What's your limit?" And I'm like, "Let's let's keep it around like a thousand bucks." And he goes, "Get over here, buddy!" Nice. And he starts having me shoot arrows. Nice. And, yeah, he really he really set me up. So yeah, because I see him walking up, and I'm expecting like one of these. And there's not like there's because they're great starter bows. They're like Samic Sage and this kind of like. That's probably hundred exactly. seventy hundred seventy five dollar type. That's yeah, what he bought the day before. Yeah, that's, what, that's what he was like. Yeah, man. Because like those much. are those are good starter bows. You know, you walk up and I'm like, I was like, well, I know it's a like, I'm like that's a Satori and like turns limbs and they're like these Uka, you know, Uka limbs, which is like a, a very expensive 
Um, it's like super curve, and I'm lo- looking at the model because they make different grades of them, and like, oh, you know, they're like a little bit older limb, but they're like the full like monolith carbon super curve limbs. And I'm like, I'm like, man, like, do you you know, like that's a really nice setup. <laughs> <laughs> you know. yeah, we're driving around with it in the truck you oh know? yeah like just like out in the oven it's just like banging on those bumps <laughs> oh yeah it's like well i'll just if i screw up this one i'll just get another one i guess <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like you know his like it's brand new and his strings like already strayed where it was like rubbing against the side of the truck and like he was just sticking the whole thing in and my little toyota and it's like rubbing the um that my window tin oh. off you know and just like i mean his bow was just getting beat to hell he, you know he yeah. doesn't have a case for yeah it. well he has like the broke down yeah. case yeah so anyways yeah it's just bouncing around in the bed of my truck with you know i had my bike back there so it's like beating against <laughs> that and <laughs> well, the well, it's not that bad it was at least the nice thing yeah the nice the nice thing and I, you're like I was like, man, those are you know, those are nice limbs, and you're like, yeah, the guy said they're like nine hundred dollar limbs. I was like, oh yeah, because like, <laughs> well, he hooked them up too. He, yeah, he did. He he had them awesome. for like a month prior, so he gave me a like whopping deal on them. You know, he nice. took some money off of it. You did know, you say and, like half half off the limbs? I, I think he did give me like half off because he nice. shot them a little. Then yeah, he 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 just gave me. Was that like Dave Stoddard in there at full curl? Yep. Nice. He's a nice guy. Oh, he's he was great. He he really hooked me up there. Yeah, but now nah, that was that was just funny. Yeah, and, but really cool. Did that super glue hold your? Oh yeah, no. On? Okay, good. yeah. That when the <laughs> when that felt fell off the where my arrow rested on my bow, I was you know we were using JB weld and like <laughs> oh, a, a, a blanket for the arrow to rest on, you know. And then yeah, when you had the super glue, I was like, no way, you know, we were stoked because <laughs> yeah. we'd asked a dozen be- people by that point. Oh I think. man. And um, I started carrying super glue in my first aid kit after like one one year sheep hunting. On I went on two sheep hunts, like one with Frank and then one with me. On both hunts, I almost cut the tip of my finger off cutting salami. I no, no. longer bring unsliced salami <laughs> on a sheep hunt, but like just gouged it. And it was just like every every day, I just like put more super glue on there, and wrap it up. But yeah, so I always carry a tube of super glue. And, and I I tried that. So I was rock climbing in Colorado, and I was nighttime bouldering in the winter. That's your first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was pulling on this hold, and I slingshotted it into my head, and so I have that scar, you know, right, right here. Um, and anyways, I, I tried fix. I was like, oh, you know, people the rant and rave about super glue. So I remember like trying to close it and and uh, you get put, it on your eyelash, put <laughs> super glue in it. I remember like. Oh, just the burn of my eyes, and I'm like, and it's like it's open, and I'm dropping like you know, <laughs> but it's burning my eyes, so I'm like flinching, and and I let it like open up, and I'm just putting super oh, glue like as it's yeah, like it's gotta spread, be minimally applied. as it's like <laughs> spread open, you know, so now I have a big scar there. So, oh. anyways, just just be uh be yeah. smart about it, like, but and then now a little bit of glue does a lot now, oh, yeah. but I did. There's some weird stuff I can touch up here and I can feel it, you know, on the top of my head um, ever since. It did some weird nerve stuff. I don't know if it was the rock oh. or the super glue, oh. but anyways, I'm over super glue with cuts is all yeah. I'm saying. So well, I don't, just, I don't just carry if, it. If, if, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Now, certain. I mean, that's not like my most mm-hmm. ideal situation, but if uh, there's been a few a few cuts I've had over the years that I've super glued on. But uh, anyway, yeah, we uh, what? So yeah, we rented you guys, and then we were like, you know, we all kind of went back went back there and kind of met back up because you guys were parked pretty close to our camp, and we're like, all right, well, we'll go back and. We're all sweated up. Go back and have some coffee and some second breakfast, and get. And it was really nice that day too. It was it was like right at like thirty or something, but it was yeah. sunny and no wind, and so just like I think you guys took off, and we just started getting coffee going, and then uh, look up on that hill, and there's another herd like in the same spot as the one in the morning coming. I'm like, all right, we know where they're going, so you know, shut off the coffee and go, or no, no. Before that, there may be a lot of this like backtracking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was a the, lot of care. There was, there was a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was a fun time. <laughs> so we were sitting there and like just kind of hanging at camp for a few minutes, and then one of the trucks comes like just blazing up right by camp, slams on the brakes. Like five people jump out, get your bows. There's all, like a hundred of them coming. I got, I shot one of them in the ass, you know, and like that one in the back's the one I shot in the, ass. you know, this is like go running off there. And I'm like, like we got our bows and we kind of walked over a little hill. We could get up on top of the sea. And I'm like, yeah, I want no part of this. So let's go back. Let's just, forget it so we went back and i had just started coffee and i see this other herd coming the way oh like all right we know what they're doing and we had seen like just the beat down trails where you had been set up jordan that morning um just beat down trails like yeah. right we know right right down through the creek drainage let's we just a straight shot up there so we it took us a little you know too long to get everybody situated and ready and hoofed it up there and we got, we went up along the right side that they were here coming from the right. And I'm like, man, that trail's got to be right here somewhere. And I'm looking, looking, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just step up, like climb up the cut bank and look over to see if I can see it on the hillside, peek up over. And then there's like a hundred of them 50 yards away, like coming and oh, like shit, they turn and flare and. Well, and at that point, I mean, you had your dad and, uh, and your and and our camera, camera guy, guy. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's three obvious bodies. Yeah, coming. well, and I was the only one they saw because everybody else was down below the cut bank. I oh, mean, okay. It was a primo spot, but I just made the mistake of peeking up over, and they were right there. Just yeah. Two, just got there too. Like, it was like thirty seconds, two minutes too late. You know. Yep. Just a couple minutes too slow getting up there, and we they they didn't spook back. They, they angled back up kind of, and you could still see them and hear them right over the hill so i'm like well they're kind of ambling that way let's go and above that there's kind of a gorge like nasty cliffy gorge that that creek runs through and it's too you know not froze hard enough to like for i'm not going to go walking up there and so i'm like let's angle around this hill and see if there's another spot where they might push over to cross and we go and i'm like trying to peek over and then here comes the lead cow again like 50 yards away over the top of the hill shit yeah, well, that's another thing too. You know, we we talked about it, um, you know, off off the show, but all those herds were were led by cows. Yeah, it, it was, it's like it was, there was one cow out yeah. in front every yep. time. Yep. Yeah, another interesting. Another additive thing here is, uh, you know, there is a difference between woodland and Arctic caribou. You, it is hard to sneak up on these Arctic caribou. I think darn near impossible, actually. 
Uh, yeah. Just just getting in position, you know. Other, I mean, people that hunt the woodland caribou, from what I've experienced, you know, it's like you tell someone you're a good caribou hunter when you're hunting the woodland ones, it's like, yeah, bullshit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk up to those things with your rifle, you know, but. Yeah, and like for you guys, because this is, I mean, I essentially, like I'm brand new to like bow hunting these caribou. And, uh, and you know, like you guys were pretty like, doing some trial and error for oh, first two right <laughs> yeah well because you know we were we were bow hunting too you know and uh so i have a compound and and he had that uh traditional bow that that he bought and yeah i've never bow hunted before i mean we did we did get a ptarmigan earlier yeah. like so that was pretty cool <laughs> we were just absolutely pumped on that <laughs> spent he spent thousands of dollars in gear and it's like well at least we got a ptarmigan yeah. you know <laughs> but uh no that was that was cool but anyway sorry we jumped around oh, but back to yeah. your back to your story oh, and then i'll i'll lead on mine yeah and we you know we ended up and they we, we just backed off and watched them and they just kind of angled back they weren't spooked hard but they, we changed you know changed their they decided they didn't like what they saw and were going off so it's like all right well bat and it's tough because there's you know on one hand some of these spots that you know like i mean there's been caribou coming through this spot it's like yeah just sit there on the other hand a lot of these spots you can't see what's coming you can't you know so and like there's it's just a, it's a decision you got to make or you you know and it depends on like are you going to be comfortable and yeah but are you you know you can either choose to like sit in one of those spots and eventually you'll probably do good or what we did is like all right we'll, we'll pull back you know get some food whatever and try to you know and just try yeah. to get to a spot where we can see what's going on and, yep no um, i agree i i've ran into that a few times had i just stayed stationed in a spot i knew they came through it it probably would have been a few hours and i would have been in the animals yeah but you know you see the animals four miles away over there and you're like oh i gotta get closer you know and you you hike yeah. over there and you try to get in front of them then you're like you're looking back and there's a group of a thousand walking by the bush you were just sitting at 20 yeah. minutes ago yeah. you know <laughs> it's, it's a total gamble because you know other times we did sit in that spot you know we're like all right we're just gonna sit here and, and wait her out and hours later it's like yeah, well, they're not coming, so that's a day. You know? Yeah, so yeah. It was just a well, it's a balance, and it, gamble, it's, and it's tough when you know that there's so many around. It's like you know, it's like you can be pursuing and finding new opportunities. It's it's just like you either you wait and and yeah, there's different factors too. So we also took in that day, the day after we met you, we took in the hunting factor with yeah. with your group and that other group, and we're like, all right hopefully they will push these caribou this way and those guys will push them this yeah, way. Yeah. And that's like, you know, and so we're like, you know, thinking the caribou are walking this trail. If they do get spooked, hopefully a few of them, you know, cause there's over a thousand and some of those herds. I mean, there, yeah. was, a, there was a few thousand. I mean, we saw several thousand caribou. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. so we were taking into account, it was kind of nice showing up a little later because we could see where you guys were at yeah. and where the other group hunters were at. So it's like, all right, well, what are the caribou going to do naturally? What are they going to do when they have pressure from the hunters? Yeah. And um, so we were trying to take that into consideration. And and um, and the, when I got on that hill uh, the next day, because we just saw them up there and we figured that other group of hunters could be still pushing yeah. a few and I was just going to hunker down there for a few hours, and I got right on top of that hill, 
and uh, then I saw you guys, yeah. and I was like trying to wave at you guys. Oh, and, we were uh, yeah, we were yeah. looking this way. <laughs> that man, I sn- I was like walking straight at you guys, like obvious as day, and and finally. You know, we uh we ran up on or you guys saw me and it was like, I mean, I could have been a bear and just snuck up on you. Yeah, so, so easy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was fun. Yeah, we were pretty fixated the other direction and that yeah. direction, and then you know watching like kind of backtracking their trail to see look for. I was kind of looking for a place potentially different places to ambush them. Yeah, if more came through. And uh, anyway. So what what happened next with so we we ran into you guys and and they were all kind of spooked in the hill which I which I had seen multiple yeah. times when they got spooked they would go into the hills and then you kind of just got to wait either that night they would try to come down or or the next morning mm-hmm. but that group that pressure with a few new group of hunters that came in that weren't patient just kept on pushing them into the hills so we had a few pretty dry days but so we were going to drive down and we we're just going to go hike a gorge and try to get some exercise and, you know, just look for critters. And, um, and we saw that group, there was actually a group of hunters up, up on that. Um, so I'm going to try to give some direction. So on the no- Northwest side, we saw a group of hunters and they, those caribou, we saw them start coming down as we were driving out of there. And we're like, and we've seen that. We saw that about five days ago, and we're like, "Holy crap!" You know, like we we should get in position. We're dressing up, and then yeah. all, all of a sudden, it's like, no, they're moving. Like yeah. it, it's it's happening. And I remember Jordan and I were like, "Oh, we gotta go!" You yeah. know, like, <laughs> looking it across yeah, the field. Like, we were so running. We're, yeah, we're running and like trying to like finish putting our gear on, knowing that like we could be stuck there for a while. And we got those painter suits. We just got one each. And d- those things were so shredded. I mean, yeah. sure, Jordan wore his as like a tolga, you know, yeah. and his <laughs> was arm was funny. ripped off. My crotches ripped out on both of them and were filling with snow and eventually ripped down all the way down my left leg. So it's just blown in yeah. the wind. And so anyways, we're running up and Jordan's going to set up a little higher. So he's going to go more west. And, uh, and I'm going to set up where I've seen him through, uh, come through you know, days ago and I'm trying to get set up and, but at that point it's, it's too late. And if I go any further, I'm going to spook them. So I'm, I'm stuck there and it's right at the peninsula of this, of this little hill. If you just imagine just a, it, no, really, Two and a half no, foot. Uh, maybe five because yeah. I sat up against it, yeah. but five foot high and it was just not really any brush on, no brush on it. And it was just covered in snow and about eight inches of snow and so anyways i just literally plopped down in that thing and just started piling snow yeah. on on myself and i had my um just to where you have your eyes no plopping. no i know i was i was still pretty exposed i was still pretty exposed but i tried you know my pant leg which was camo there's just, there's just I, a straw sticking I, out of the snow. no i i just covered my my bottom legs and my boots and but the for most part you know i i had a black uh poofy on that was kind of sticking out of my you know um painter suit and i was trying to like tuck it in but the, and then i just had to like i just had to sit there uh, i mean they were just common and so i just sat there leaned up against the snow and had my 
you know, an arrow in my bow and was just ready. But I also knew from days ago that, and from the last, you know, five days of kind of hunting that, that you have to let a, a decent amount of that herd pass. Um, cause if you spook them, they would spook back in the woods. But yeah. if you let a few hundred pass, um, when you spook them, they redirect so that they could keep on going on. And so anyways, I didn't want to be greedy and just shoot the first, you know, bull yeah. and scare them back into the, um, into the hills. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. all of us to have that opportunity. And, and, um, cause once they got near that airport, you know, they, they were just, they were kind of around. So anyways, I let literally hundreds of them walk by me. And I, I mean, I was, I could have shot a decent bull, I would say like 10 yards away at one point. Yeah. But not not huge, but yeah. I mean it was it was a nice nice little bowl and uh but I just let them keep on coming and I just told myself I was like, well, you know, this is my first year bow hunting and I was like, but if I get one, man, it's going to be a monster right <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> and like and I knew, you know, I needed to like as much as I wanted to shoot one and as as close as I was, I knew that I needed to let you know a few hundred by or or it was just going to push them in the mountains again uh to the northwest and and they were going to be there like they have been so i was letting them go by and it was crazy man i i wasn't that camouflaged but i was just perfectly still i only moved my eyes didn't move my head and um and i i thought i I could hear bowls above me and you know just that you know that heavy breathing and and uh yeah it's like it's like it's like a burp on yeah yeah. and i mean but i couldn't see them and and, but like because they were above me on that little hill and i was just like man i hope one of them doesn't step i mean they were that close like i mean there was there must have been hundreds of them just passing like five feet above my head and i and i couldn't look and then and then on the other side in front of me they were a little more i would say for the most part they were staying about 15 to 20 yards out in front of yeah. me, but still, I mean, great shooting range, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and occasionally one would get by where I could like, all, like I could almost like extend and kick yeah. it, you know, <laughs> like it would actually, when the, one of them I thought was actually going to step on me. So I started twitching my, <laughs> twitching my fingers so that, you know, it saw me and, uh, didn't step on me, which was crazy because <clears throat> I wasn't that camoed. And anyways, I was just waiting, waiting for a big one. One other problem was, and I, and I learned from this is that I needed to be in order to like pull my bow up and rotate where I would get a side shot because they were yep. kind of coming quartering towards me yeah so i learned from then on and when i actually got mine i set up where i was quartering away and so they're I didn't, coming on the side of you so, yep, yeah. so i could have a, a broadside and not have to rotate and just literally pull my bow and so anyways it wasn't like i still could have and i i think it would they would have stayed still enough you know yeah where and they were close enough i still think i could have got a decent shot but i was just i mean my adrenaline but i've just never experienced anything yeah. like that my adrenaline but 
like I said, I mean, there's hundreds just walking. I mean, I couldn't see them. I could just hear them, like, almost stepping on me up above my head. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm twitching my finger at others in front of me so that they don't step on me. I mean, it was just insane. And just, like, just bowl after bowl just walking by me. And I'm like, oh, that's a nice one, you know. But, like, <laughs> but it's not the big daddy. Not the one you the wanted big to shoot. big daddy. Yeah. And, I mean, I would have been fine with a bunch of those, but... I knew I had to let him buy, and um, anyways, I was just waiting for a big one. I felt finally I was like, all right, there's enough buy. If I spooked, they would just redirect, and you know, and that herd would keep on going, so we could all hunt them and and finally start hunting them and not be in the mountains. And then all of a sudden, man, they they started getting weary, and I started I seen you know thirty of them looking looking up. Like they were looking at me, but a little past, you yeah. know. And I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "I thought that was Jordan because he was set well, up above." Yeah, I was like two hundred yards up from him. Yeah. And uh, anyways, um, yeah, I I was like, "Well, that's there's Jordan's repositioning." I was like, "Man, I can't." Bl-. I was like, "That can't be him. He wouldn't screw me like that." Yeah. And uh, anyways. So oh, hopefully that's nothing. And then all of a sudden, all these caribou started, you know, you know, I'm looking forward and they're running to the right of me and they're running to the left of me. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, yeah. like, but and then I, I still had another chance at a, a bull that was like kind of moving. But I mean, he was really close. And I was like, well, I'm just going to hope for the best and, you know, try to wait for still yeah. a, a big one. I'm not going to short myself. And, and then, um. Then they really took off, and I was like, "All right, all right." Like there, they were obviously like there was no more hunting them. They yeah. were they were all gone, and I stood up, and man, there's a hunter just walking straight at them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Damn!" I like I I walked over <clears> there, and he he was super nice. He's like, "Well, how long you been there?" And I was like, "Well, probably about an hour, hour and a half." And he's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry." It's like, and I was like, it's cool. Like it, it could happen. You know, you know, there's yeah. just people and it's understandable. And we, we made that same mistake the first day. And if there was a hunter where we were going, you know, we would have screwed yeah. them. But so it's like, it was a learn. Yeah. It was and a as learning. long as like, you know, and no, like no one I ran into up there was, everyone was doing oh. the very best they can to like work with each other. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, but it was a bummer. Cause then they, they also, I warned them, you know, I said, Hey, I'm out my brother's up that valley so you know just he's he's also hunting that and been here you know before you guys were trying to hunt this but and there was also that group in the corner uh that still that northwest corner there was a small group still kind of working his way down to where he was at but no they uh anyways (laughs) they uh, they got grouped together i'm sure like hey man you know i just kind of messed up this hunt for this other guy and they're talking their way out and uh anyways they're they were just a little too loud and you kind of screwed up his too but like i said i mean we we totally could have done that also to yeah. you know other people it was just it was what it was and the guy was like man i'm, I'm yeah i'm sorry i had no idea so anyways we we sat we like repositioned and we're just like well hopefully they will come they will un get scared and i think it was like 2 p.m. or something and we're like well sometime from now in the next six hours you know hopefully 
they'll start coming down yeah. again. And we, we positioned where we actually wanted to this time. And, and then I saw them working around by my truck and I was, I was like, Oh man, I got to go for those. And I realized that you have to get ahead of these animals or intermittent of their herd in order to have a chance like at find them. a gap yep. in the herd to slip in there. Yeah. And, um, but if you don't get in front of them when they're moving, I mean, unless there's some hills that you can sneak up on them and, and some heavy wind where they can't hear you. And they're not moving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, we tried multiple, multiple times to sneak up on them and where it's just open like that. There's no, just no, there, there's no chance, no. almost no chance. Well, and you're th- think, you know, a hundred, even just a herd of a hundred of them, that's 200 eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like they're, they like, they're, they're used to having stuff skirt around. Like they'll, yeah. they'll see you. There's no, you know, and that's part, like we've talked, we've talked about like, there's, you know, you start to, it's can be frustrating. Some people, like some people's strategy is just to go like charging at them, yeah. you know, but that's like, you're not, or like have them in the wide open. There, there's a lot of times where there's just at least my opinion, there's just nothing you can do really. Yeah. That's any, it gives you any real chance of success. Yeah. And sometimes you, I mean, you just got to like, let those ones do what they're going to go do. If they're, if they're walking the wrong direction, you're never going to catch them. Yep. No. You know? So, so I saw them heading across and I was, and you know, there was a road and there was a ditch on the other side. And I was like, all right, if I can make it to that ditch and get in front of them. So I just started running. Like, I mean, it wasn't like a sprint, you know, it's like snow and tussocks, but you're like, you're jogging and you're, you're getting there. And, uh, and I'm all bundled up because the day before it was super, super cold. Yeah. And, but that day it was not, but I was bundled up for some cold weather. So I was just sweating and I was running, trying to get ahead of them. And man, I didn't quite make it. But I saw where they're going next, so I was like, "Well, I'll just run there." Yeah. So <laughs> all the meantime, well, we had talked and we were like, "Yeah, let's station up." So he was like a few hundred yards away from me, and we were stationed up on these hills down in this ravine. Okay, and uh, yeah, I was looking over, and all of a sudden he wasn't there. I'm like, "Well, maybe I just need to go over and talk to him," you know. So I. I creep down this ravine down by this creek and I hike over there and like I see his footprints like all around in there where he's been sitting down, laying down in a few different places. And I'm like, man, he's just hiding from me, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to play hide and go seek with him. <laughs> I see some caribou up in the far right corner towards the, the highway there. And I'm like, okay, so I might go sneak up this ravine, try to get a, 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 a closer look at him, you know? And yeah, we we met up a few hours later at the truck, and he's just like dehydrated. He's like, "Man, I've been sweating so bad." And I'm like, "What have you been doing?" It looked like you ran a marathon. It was pretty funny. I thought he hid from me in the brush, you know? Yeah, because yeah. So then when I saw those and I barely missed them, I, then I started running uh, to the south and uh, trying to get ahead of those, and and I and I did. And it was a lot of work and I, I set up and I like where I thought they were going to be coming. And, and then I, I peeked my head up and again, you know, you need some sort of cover. I noticed that, you know, when you're out in the open, like just hunched down, it's not as good if you, no. if you're laying in some brush or a snowbank, they, 
they literally they get like three times closer. Yeah. Because I, I saw that with Jordan and, and myself when we'd just like we'd get in front of them and we'd hunch down, but they but they would see us yeah. and there would be that sixty yards, yep. seventy yards just out of that comfortable shooting range, you know. And so, anyways, I I set up on this hill. And again, with my back against them, so I had that quartering shot away mm -hmm. for the optimal. And it, it is spooky because they are just walking right yeah. by you. But and I kind of peeked my head up just to see if they were still coming. And they just slightly, they were going up a little bit. So, anyways, I ran, ran up there, and I dropped down this bank, like this six, seven foot bank into this lake, and it was a half moon. And you, it was a perfect point where it was like a seven foot cliff wall, and I was like, and I could see the old the tracks, and I noticed there was a big herd up there, and I knew that that herd was going to try to connect with that herd. Like there was just no, there, you just knew yeah. it. And I saw that the all the other tracks from the other herd, and I just knew I was like, this is where they're going. And I took like five steps running, and I mean, I just needed to go. It was like, yeah, 30, 40 yards to that, that point. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, five steps in, the first cow came around the corner and just stared at me. Oh. And I just knew it. And I just, <laughs> we all know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I was, I was literally five to seven seconds too late. And it wasn't huge, but there was a few hundred animals yeah. in that one. And I just worked my butt off to get there. Yeah. And I plopped down, man. And I just knew, and I was just like, man, I, I, I knew that I was only going to get like 60, 70 yards and the wind was blowing pretty good. And so I just watched this, this herd just walk in front of me, man. <laughs> and, uh, and I, it's funny, my, tr I lost my trigger on, on one of my, on my, uh, you release. Yeah. I lost the actual point, that part you yeah. pull on. So I had a claw, and I was gonna pull up. I ranged them, and they were far, you know. But I, I would, to be fair, at sixty yards, I mean, I was, I was hitting, I was hitting where I wanted. Yeah. You know, we were practicing like every morning, and I felt, I felt good. And I just pulled up just to see how it felt, you know. And I was probably gonna release, you know, I'd, I, or you know, draw it back down. But with that new trigger, which I hadn't shot yet, yeah. Um, it was a it was a the featherweight hair. Yeah, oh no! Well, it was a, a the grapple a instead caliper of a, instead of a hook. It was like a caliper. Yeah, yeah, and I was used to the hook where I could put my finger on it, but this thing. So I pulled up and I put my finger. You know, just I probably wasn't going to shoot, but and I to be fair, I had pulled up like five other times and just yep. been, and let it back down, and so I knew. But I just wanted to feel it and just see how it looked in there and. And uh, as I was pulling up, I put my finger on it like I normally do, <laughs> and it released because <laughs> it was a new. Yeah. I was like, "Oh man!" So, anyways, they just looked at me and took off, and I was like, "Dang it!" Oh, and I, I should have went and looked for that arrow because yeah, I only I had no idea what it was. I brought five broadheads, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, when you start flinging arrows, you know, you're just like, wow, kind of run out of them fast. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I, again, hit, there was this perfect creek that went up to this uh, big lake right below where you guys were camped. Mm -hmm. 
And so I hit, went and hit that creek and again, just started running up and trying to intersect them. And I was like set up and, and in this creek and I was just going to wait for him to kind of pop over and I was going to get in position and I could run that creek to where I thought they were going to go mm-hmm. and just be sitting there. And I waited and waited and I was sweaty and I cooled down. I was cold and I was like, well, and there was another hill in front. And I was like, well, I guess I'll go walk over on that hill. I walk over on that hill and same, same stuff as normal cow pops out oh, just yeah. makes so eye contact right when you're like oh there i'm gonna go see and you're expecting to pop over and be like oh half mile away there's yeah, gonna be yeah. a line of them coming <laughs> yeah the cow pops out and i like hunker down and i like back crawl you know and i'm like oh man i'm like all snowy and 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 i try like sneaking up on them again and I'm probably like 60 yards away from this decent bull, but I'm trying to at least get 40, you know. Yeah. And then they spook and they take off again this this time to the north. And I'm like, dang it, like I just can't win. So, anyways, I but I see them crossing the road and they're going to be hiking up the pipeline, and it looked like to the south. So I, again, you know, I start running and I get to the pipeline and I set up behind a VSM and I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. There's snow built up against it. And again, I set my back up against it so I could have that quarter and away shot. And it was just going to be perfect. As long as you're still and you get in front of them, they they'll come and they'll just walk all around you and maybe even into you. So I look and they, you know, there's like two of, females leading one north and one south and then they <laughs> turn and head north oh man. so then i start running down the vsms and uh and then i get across the road and um you know and then they start booking it to originally where they came from yeah and uh they anyways i i got set up on the ditch of the road and was and um and was running down it and i did have multiple shots but they were like they were off the road but it you know obviously there's gonna be shooting yeah into like, the road so i was like obviously i'm not gonna not gonna take that shot but but it was cool just having that yeah kinda, you know being that close and and then they did walk walk right in front of me but just a i mean just a little out of range and i kept on then a group would scare and I'd have to like go up farther and farther. And, um, the pro I had, I mean, decent good shots at 40 yards. I had, I mean, tons of just options at, at different bowls, but the wind was just absolutely yeah. raging. So I just didn't feel right taking that shot. So, um, so anyways, I, didn't get one that day <laughs> yeah and so yeah that was that this is all like the first day we were there the first whole day we were there <clears throat> after you guys left <coughs> excuse me after you guys left we uh yeah we put the coffee back on and um then had the run you know shut it off and run up there and, and then we were back at camp and we're sitting there and I start cooking like some sausage and eggs and it was like wind wasn't blowing right there. So I was cooking them outside and then another herd pops up there I'm like, oh, we got to go. Guy. And then it's like, uh, you know, let's eat real quick. But then they started like milling, you know, they weren't moving. So I'm like, let's just watch them. They ended up bedding down right there. 
and we're watching other ones and there was like, we could see, I could see your guys's truck. I'm like, oh, they must've got into some and then start looking more. And there was just like probably over a thousand of them out in that big flat and waiting and waiting. And eventually, yeah, then this hurt. We're just, there was a bunch that crossed right below our camp too, but it, it was too late, you know, and we went, we worked that because we tried to get down there and see how many come in and we just missed the whole bunch. We could never, by the time that we had a break in them, they were, that whole herd had gone through. And so we were back at camp and I, it was just constant action. Like right after that, we, uh, we uh, got back to camp and then these ones were getting up and moving. I'm like, all right, we got to go now, now, like right now. <laughs> yeah, so, back we go up, up, guys. <laughs> so we go up and we go back up the Creek drainage. I'm like, this time I want to be on the left side. Cause it kind of the channel of that Creek breaks and there's a big hump in the middle and you could get, you could in theory, hide. I thought you'd all right, we'll get on the, where the trail comes out of the Creek, hide on that side. You can see them coming. So you can see like what, you know, you'd be like, all right, that's a bull. I'm going to, and yep. just, you can, they're not just like popping over the the cut bank at ten yards, and you got to like draw and shoot right now, type of thing. You know, you could kind of see see antlers coming over, even if you're hunking, hunkering down, you'd be able to see antlers, and then maybe shoot them as soon as they start climbing up the hill right behind you. Yeah. And we get there, I'm like, oh, this is working. We're we're here, All right here. We're hit the trail, at the trail. I like literally, I my dad's behind me, and the camera guy's behind him. And I was like, literally, just got. All right, we're here turn around the cow like cow stand just popped over the top of the hill across there and <laughs> oh and spooked and yeah sure enough they that is the worst thing. feeling for a hunter it's too like, cuz you know it's hopeless i mean there's yeah. like there's hundreds of caribou coming but they're yeah. not coming anymore as soon as so yeah we did the walk of shame again <laughs> and we then we, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with the walk yeah. I, I went to college. <laughs> yeah, so we went We went back and uh, we went back and I'm like, you know, everyone's cold. Like, we've been busting it all day. I'm like, let's jump in the truck and we'll just get, drive up to a spot where we can see and just kind of see where these different herds are located. And like, we went, we went back out to the north, like, out to the north, um, northeast and we drove by your truck. It is one fast thing. You know, it is funny, um, you know, hunting and stuff. I've never really hunted out of the truck that much. It's, yeah. It's, it's a de- oh, but yeah. But it's still, it's hard work, you know, because, like, you're still, I mean, you're just, it's like strikeout after strikeout. And, like, you're, you know, or I'm, you know, trying to run, get ahead of these herds. Yep. But it's funny just how much. You know, you're we're, well. You and I were sheep hunters, and it's. I mean, you're used to just like hiking. Oh, you leave the, you leave your four wheeler or yeah. your truck or your airplane or something, and then yeah, that's all your uh, yeah, and carrying everything on your back. And but still, it's like you feel like kind of a lazy hunter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but at the same time, like I mean, one one day we hiked, a, you know, like a few miles into the in the yeah. hu- you know hills, and it. And it's blowing and snowing, and and it, I mean it was cold up there, and your your feet are numb, and you can't take your gloves off for more than ten seconds. I mean you're in the Arctic, you know, yeah. and, and that those first few days it was it was definitely below zero, and you know you're just I have that you know awesome Toyota. It's a little older. She's a little older. That's but, all right. You know sometimes you Piece worry about work. her starting, and <laughs> yeah. my clutch was slipping, and um 
and I couldn't put it into gear, you know, and then we're trying to wrench on it at negative four, you yeah. know, bleed, bleeding the slave cylinder, and it's just like, oh, man. But, no, it's a, it's interesting. I just figured I'd interrupt for no, a second. No, that's, that's a good point. It, it's, you're not used to – you feel like a lazy hunter truck, yeah. but it, it's still – it it's still it's a bunch of work and well, there, it's, it's just different and there's a balance it's like if there's a balance you know it's like i like it's sometimes it would be silly not to take advantage of being able to like all right hey let's move over there so we can glass back this way and see where everything's at it's not you yeah, know, yeah. get some different perspective and like have a break you know like let's do, and, we'll get and, out and of the warm yeah. up and warm something up. something you'd have them thousands s- of opportunity with you know, the rifle you know, oh, oh it's yeah! So was, different with the bow, you have to be you. I I won't shoot past thirty yards with my recurve because I'm not yeah. comfortable doing that. Yet, yeah, you know? you know, it's like any even you know, our first day, like the first morning, it's like, oh yeah, if it was could have shot all four, filled all four of my bull tags, if it was you know if it was a rifle hunt. But then it's like because that's the rifle hunter in me. You're thinking you're like all oh, these opportunities, but you, a it just provide it forces, and I have to be forced to like see all these other things these that you never would have even seen happen and that's a cool aspect and you know like i was t- telling the camera guys like oh a couple times i was like oh yeah we'd, we'd just smoke him right now with the yeah. rifle but then i'm like but if it was rifle the opportunity wouldn't be there yeah you know, it, would just, be a, it would be that's just, a cool experience yeah. you know yeah with with the with the rifle i mean you still have to out, outsmart the animal and um but with the bow and you gotta you gotta outsmart them out outthink them you got to think ahead of them you know and and you got whatever you can be in rain gear you know like depending if you some hills or some covered with a rifle but here there it's like man you got to be on your game you got to be you have to have your camp camo when when they do finally get to you you got to get ahead of them um, we got blown so many times just by our scent, you know, yeah. cause we, we haven't showered in nine days. And so we're just <laughs> stanky, you know, yeah. and, and like, we just knew we could just smell our, I mean, I can smell myself now, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, we just like, we'd just be sweating and like, you can just smell that smell and you look at them, they finally get to you and there's like 10 of them just like, you know, yeah. that last, that second <laughs> to last day, veer off. You they know. were a hundred yards away from me and the wind was not in my favor. And they, I mean, I was hidden completely. They couldn't see me, you know, I was hidden down low and yeah, it was obvious they caught my scent and they just took off. I mean, they were like, screw yeah. that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I say we go, yeah, we if you're okay, well, let's go the next day. Yeah, that's- well, I was just say that last, like, pretty much it was almost the end of the day. It was like, but we saw, we had just, like, relocated and looked back. And then that, I mean, at that point must have been 1,500 animals. It, there was, well, because there was probably, there was a solid thousand of them still out in the flat. And look back, and there's a solid, like, three, like, two-mile string of them or three-mile string of them right past down below camp again. So we like our, well, let's go see if we can get a gap and get down. And that same thing that didn't, that just didn't work. And they ended up splitting them and they redirected. Yeah. Even those, around. even those gaps, it's potential. I saw Jordan get in between a gap, yeah. but for the most part, it, you really have to be on your game. You have to have some sort of coverage. And when that gap does happen, I mean, you gotta, you gotta move into position and, and if they, if a cow sees you, 
you know, before you get into that position, they just redirect around you yeah. and then there's no chance of sneaking up on them. Then yeah. it's just like you're starting scratch again. Yeah. But yeah, and that was pretty much that was pretty much it for that day for us. Yeah. So we we went back to our camp on the on the south side. It was just so much warmer over there and we had access to firewood for our arctic oven yeah. and you know we had our costco speaker and you know we we don't <laughs> yeah, we, we, I, we don't drink a lot of beer but you know we're like well in case we make friends you know and yeah. <laughs> and anyways we we would have like i would force just one beer down just for and then print, after sprinting all day. <laughs> after after principle you know like you know just nice it's just like the saying of it like oh man i had a, a beer after oh, a nice yeah. cold day you know and i would literally like well, most nights I'd pour like half of it out. <laughs> no, they were like slushies because it was so yeah. cold, though, you know. Yeah. But we had a little creek next to our camp too, where we were able to filter water. And um, no, it was it was just an ideal setup. And then in the morning, you know, we'd practice, you know, our few shots, make sure that we felt felt good, and we'd get we definitely were getting super late starts. I mean, it was ridiculous. But you know, by the time it got dark in the north, and by the time we got to our camp it's probably 11 every yeah. night and then um you know and then we'd eat we'd have to cook dinner and then our you little know, chores yeah cut, 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 yep, yeah. cut firewood and start the fire and jordan will always pass out before me and every i swear every night it was like 12 30 12 45 when i'm finally like laying in my bed you know yeah. and then it's the fire's out in the morning and and it, what before you got up it was yeah dude it had been cold and so you'd get up in the morning and like you just didn't even want to get out yeah. of your sleeping bag <laughs> so, yeah. so i had borrowed a sleeping bag from one of my cousins and uh it was it, it it's like a 20 30 degree bag or oh, something man. so <laughs> tyler would wake up and uh you know i had already been up for a couple hours just freezing in my bag <laughs> Yeah, I, but I he have didn't like start the yeah, fire yeah. or nothing. Well, you know, he's yeah. dying. And so I, I I was like on fire duty every morning, <laughs> like make, warm it up so Jordan can get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, the first yeah, like well, in our because I got for this one, uh, I didn't want to borrow. I didn't want to borrow. I wanted to get Arctic oven for it, but I don't have one. I didn't want to borrow somebody's personal one, so I, I ended up getting one of these uh, like Cabela's Outfitter single wall tents and it's for that kind of stuff like it's that cold it's getting marginal like for most moose hunting weather or like you know family stuff it, it's totally fine but yeah we uh that first night it got it was dead calm and got pretty i don't know how cold it got but it got pretty cold as the fire like fire went out at one point and oh yeah that that night it then, was cold and then we got we're like we were talking about setting up our we just had a qu tent we were just gonna yeah. set up our normal tent and jordan and i were like dude Fuck this! I was like, we're we're going to our Arctic oven yeah. where it's warmer. Because I remember that night, I was get, there was some like grayling in that little creek yeah. that wasn't froze yeah. up. And I tried, I was trying to fish for them, and like I had to take off my gloves. And by the time I casted, my lure was frozen. You know, before it even yeah. hit the water, so it wasn't spinning. And I was like, man, we're getting out of here. No, that yeah. was a cold night. And uh, but yeah, so at one point, I don't know if it was me or I think. I got up and, and got the fire going again, and then uh, we, and then after like warmed up, my dad, I hear my dad wake up a little bit, he's like, it's raining in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So it, like when the fire went out, it had like condensated 
totally yeah really bad and then it uh it yeah when it warmed back up it melted all we got it dried off and and then my after that my dad was the was the he played stove stuffer so he like set his alarm for twice <laughs> about every four hours we you get up and re- that. get up and re- oh yeah and no, we never stuff. did it though <laughs> and we like I didn't know you know I didn't know where we were gonna camp or and I didn't bring a chainsaw which was a mis- you know dumb well but, and that's what I, I said I was like when I talked to you I was like man if you yeah. need any wood like yeah we got plenty of wood I we ended up I ended some. up leaving we I timed it about right because we were only gonna be up there you know drive up hunt two days and then drive back. And, uh, you know, I, we left a few pieces of wood there, like, but it was about in that, that, you know, cause it was part of an outdoor life project too. So like I got to go pick up like a brand new, like it was a Nissan pickup that they, uh, which is a great Where's truck. Is that the but, Frontier? Uh, Titan. Oh, the Titan. Oh, okay. like it's a really cool truck, but like tiny bed, which is, that sucks, you know. When it looked bigger than mine, I'm just saying. It is bigger. You guys like that's some serious tetrasin in there. Anyway, but, it took us so, hours to pack. That. I, oh I have my Arctic oven, so that's like what they call it. It's not an extent. There's no bucket seats in the back. Yeah. There's like that much. That's room. like like it's not it's not the like you know Utah like Toyota Tacoma with a topper. Like this is a real Toyota. Like yeah. like a like a Somali with a fifty caliber machine gun on top type <laughs> so, of Toyota. So so we have the Arctic oven right now stuffed behind my rear seat. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like ripping on it trying to get it in and Jordan's like pushing it and like you know, there's only like I don't know, like a fourteen inch gap at the top when the seats yeah. pulled it down. And, but there's just no, and I borrowed that, so I did not want, I didn't want it to get muddy yeah. or bloody. Like that's, you know, it's just respect to my yeah. friend. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, I told Jordan, I was like, yeah, we got to put that thing in, and he's like, no way. And I was like, yeah, we, yep. we do. <laughs> and uh, so we do. And it. then I, you know, I got my thirty pound dog with me, and she's been on, she's been on four or five successful sheep hunts nice. with me. Yeah, she's really good, but it was too cold for her up there this time, and she kind of sheep hunting. You can sneak, you know, sneak up on them, and I just tell her to lay down and yeah. stay. And she knows when I'm in like that mood. Like she just listens. She's pretty savvy and, about that. Yeah, yeah, and but she looked like a wolf, you know. Yeah, because that's another thing. When that day that you guys came and I was set up like below that campground, I let her out to pee. And then, you know, those caribou were coming down. All of a sudden, they uh, they were nodding. They didn't mind Jordan and I, and I let her out. And uh, they kind yeah. of, they were gone. So they, can't like, <laughs> tell how, they can't tell the size. They just know what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, so I was like, well, that's probably not a good idea. But, uh, but. oh, no. So, anyways, my, uh, yeah, my. That was, that was Tetris. It took us hours to pack that thing. And, <laughs> like, we had, yeah, we were just trying to optimize everything we could and, we're so glad we only got two caribou because if you know the listeners listening so i got a, a 1988 toyota pickup this is before the tacoma and i believe before the sr5 it's got a 22 re motor in it little four banger yeah and i'm up there and man my wipers st- went out on me so i had to pull my fuse because they were just going full bore for some reason and then another my clutch started slipping and we had to do that mechanic work on that and then on the drive back, my it sounded like I broke a, a front CV axle or something on a 
but the <laughs> bolt came out of my footstep. You're right. Like just yeah. rattling so hard from that washy road. Yeah. You know? We were like, no, man. No. Because <laughs> oh, we man. have all of the gear in the back. Like, oh, so I have, I have five U jugs in the back of this thing. Um, and then I got a bike because we were talking about doing these, you know, like 15 mile loops and then, yeah. you know, getting back to a bike so I can back bike to my truck. So we got a bike, we got a target. I got three coolers. Yeah. Um, Jordan's, you know, 240 pounds. So his gear's not necessarily small, you know, but we got our, we got a clothes. I got a bag of dog food. I got an Arctic oven. I got a wood stove. Yeah, chainsaw. Um, yeah, I got I got a chainsaw bar lube, uh, chainsaw gas, you know, and then then we also we got a bunch of dry foods that we were just gonna stay up there until we got. So I I got a another huge blue tote that has like you know all our dry foods and um you know coffee whatever else in there, cooking pan. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then I got a big tool kit. So if I have to do some work on my truck and, and ratchet straps. And so this thing right now, uh, my truck, uh, we got to Tyler's house last night and it is absolutely low. I mean, the whole bed, I got a bow case. We got two yeah. bows in there. <laughs> I mean, we got arrows. I mean, it is just loaded. So it's com- the bed is completely full and then my bow case is standing straight up in the air, which my bike is leaning. Your bike is standing straight up <laughs> yeah, <which laughs> is on top stra- of the pile. Which is straight up there. We got my ba- our backpacks for hiking, which I yep. didn't mention. We got two backpacks for hiking our animals out of there that are tucked right behind the cab. And then we, we brought out the rib meat. We cut them up with chainsaws. And um, yeah. so we got the rib meat and bone. And then we got our boned out meat in uh, garbage bags. And then we got our coolers uh, full of, uh, you know, care beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we brought back, we brought a few, like two cases with us and we brought back like a case and a half. So, yeah, yeah, and we got our caribou stuffed in there and then our antlers are just like strapped to the coolers which are strapped to the bike and the yeah. bikes you know like strapped to my shooting target and then yeah. we brought we brought a like a basically a four piece foot of ply four by four piece of plywood yeah. in case we were missing our target you know because yeah. we were we're both like just started bow hunting yeah. Jordan's taking his bow cert as we're driving up there, like, you know, from Wasilla. So he's online. So from the Idaho, Idaho, you don't have to actually take your bow, your shooting practical because of COVID. But so if you sign up through, and this is what they tell you. So, yeah. um, So anyways, I tell them, like, you have to take your Idaho one because you don't have time to do that practical. Yeah. And um, anyways... He didn't listen or whatever. Well, um, I figured you take the. I figured you take the online portal and then you sign up for your field day. No, and that's how it work. How the the Alaska one works. Yeah, but so, they. But you it, any any IBEP one works. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he did the Alaska one, which I told him three times. Make sure to do the Idaho one. But I figured that was just my field day. I had to yeah. sign up for. You know. I said, make sure to do. Anyways, Idaho. So everyone, everything's legit by the time arrows start. Well, <laughs> so anyways, so he does the Alaska one, and then he finds out he has to do a field day. So he then is doing the Idaho one as we're driving up there, and so we lose. And he is like, he's doing the final test, 
when we're in Fox and just about ready to lose service. He's like, I need five more minutes. I was like, dude, that's on you. I told you which one to take. And I knew I had my buddy John and Coldfoot. And um, anyways, I knew he had cell phone service. So we yeah. ended up hot spotting from him. And he, he took like five more questions and got his BOSERT emailed to him. Nice. So it was like last minute, you know, like ready. It was cool. Oh, that is cool. They, uh, yeah. And um, so what the heck? What we, we were at like, which would be our day two the next morning. Um, I guess I could start because I don't know. We didn't we didn't see you guys till like that or where you guys were at till like late that afternoon. Um, oh, yeah, because we didn't talk to you that no, that you day. No, we didn't talk to you that day. Um we, yeah, we got up and same thing. We're like expecting, there's still a ton of caribou like out to the north. So we're expecting a similar thing. Like these guys banging around, like they're going to be probably going up. And we're just like, and I was thinking is like our best chance is up in that creek chute. And, you know, but other, like that's our best chance. And secondary, you know, like if some come out and then come cross below camp, like those are our best chances. And, but we waited for a while and nothing was popping out on the, on that hill above, which, cause that was like our giveaway is if you saw them coming up that Ridge, then they were going to be dropping down above in that Creek above camp. Yeah. Um, and so after a while I'm like, well, let's jump in the truck and just maybe drive over, drive back out to the North so we can look back and see what's going on. So we get up and we're, we're going kind of, we go past those guys camp and then we look out and we see, a string of them moving hard, like towards the road coming out of those hills. And I'm like, and I, we pass one of the go. Yeah. One of those trucks had been like, was on the other side, but we'd just passed one of them. I'm like, yeah, like they're going to want on these. And there's like not any cover right there anyway. So I'm like, let's just turn around and go back up, kind of back up by camp where, and stay up high where we can see what happens. Cause they're going to do something to them and they're going to go back or they're going to go this way or that way. So we go back up and turn around and, uh, are sitting there just watching another truck pulls up. And like I said, they, they were plenty, they were plenty nice. Like there's, I think some real buffoonery that goes on up there. And, uh, they were like, uh, I got a piss too. Oh, are you just getting some water? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I can hold it. No, we can, <laughs> we can go take a pee. I have to take a pee too, honestly. Yeah. Okay. We, anyway, we, uh, so, uh, what the heck? Yeah. We're sitting there, pull and the other truck pulls up and they were, they were told like plenty nice. And like, they did, you know, their like, they did their best. They weren't like, there's some real stupid stuff that goes on up there. People are just like, Oh, I'm, I'm here and I'm doing what, you know, screw everybody else. They were that like, they, I don't have no complaints as far as that, you know, they were just doing their thing and it's fine. Yeah. But um, just a different hunting just, style. Yeah. Than, than so we they, were doing. you know, I mean, there were some issues, which I'm about to describe, but, you know, they, but they, they, it was nothing like in, like towards us. They, you know, we, we did our best to stay and not interfere with them and they did, and they did the same for us. So we're sitting there and they pull up and the guy's like, and before when we'd first talked to him a little bit, was super friendly and was like, Joe, you've been hunting up here a long time or anything like that. And I'm like, no, not really. Like pretty, pretty green at this. Like, oh well, that group's always up in the mountain. That group's always up in the mountains and this and that. I'm like, well, there's tracks all over. 
anyway, and just take everything with a grain of salt. So they pull up and, you know, we're watching this herd coming towards the road. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, we're just going to watch what they do. We don't want to mess with you guys. And, and the other truck had been, was, had moved and was kind of on the other side of where these caribou were going to cross the road. And the guy's like, he's like, oh, what you do is you wait till they start crossing. Then you drive your truck up to them and jump out and step off the road. And then they just stand there. He's like, we got like 10 shots yesterday and we hit two in the ass. And like, I think they had killed one. (laughs) And I'm like, man, like that doesn't sound like my program. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, you know, we'll like have at it. And then I hear the walkies talkies starting to crackle and (laughs) breaker, you know, and I'm like, all right, which is illegal, but whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, we're we're just going to hang up here and and play off of what they do. So they drive down there, and, of course, they, like, hang back till they start crossing. And both trucks, like, pincher move, like, (laughs) drive right up to them. And, and, like, guys jump out, and, you know, you can, you know, they're, like, a mile away. See, like, just step out of the truck next to standing on the road and just, like, see bows getting drawn and, like, caribou running across the road. Oh, yeah. They'd... And, you know, and then you see, you know, like, shoot, I don't know how many, but there was some shooting going on, standing on the road. And then, like, we we're kind of watching the ones that go across, and then one bull got hit. I don't know if they're, if, at the end of the day, they had another bull, so I don't know if that was the one they recovered or what, but it, like, was kind of standing out there and had kind of a hitch in his giddy up and ended up, like, bedding down and... So we're, you know, we're watching and this herd, they weren't like going to mill out in the flats. Like they were moving. So I'm like, let's get back and we can go try to work down this creek bed and cut them off because that's the only cover. And it's not great. And, you know, it's not too bad if they're crossing up close. But as we were getting down there hoofing it, we we missed them, I think. And then we there was a break in them and we managed to get down there and we're trying to like look for a good spot to set up and and then seeing some coming and hunkered down and then like my dad's right next to me and look up over the hill like there's antlers like 20 yards away and my dad i think moved and they saw him or something um but they they spooked and it's just like ah and then i think we turned around and we're starting to like look for a better spot to set up and saw some more and we just had to get down and they crossed it, it was really cool. There was a couple of nice bulls, but they crossed like 60 yards up from us. And I told the camera, I was like too far. Like I'm not in the, it was, it was blowing hard that day too. I was like, I'm not going to shoot more than like 30 yards maybe. And so then we start working back up and, uh, di- I think we were, yeah, after that we kind of, we hung around for a while and it was just howling, super cold. And like, I don't, uh, I just, I knew there was a big herd, but I'm like, we just couldn't, there was no sign of any more coming. And some of these ones, it's like, all right, we'll go back and get some, it had been a while now. It's so like, we'll go back and make some coffee and, and just see what, see what's up and do the same thing. So we go back and I'm like, before we do get like make food or coffee, we'll get in the truck, get back up to a high point and see what else is happening. And so we did. And then immediately it's like up there's a whole another big herd of them coming and i'm like they're going to come right at like below the brush line and so right (laughs) it's like groundhog day man (laughs) right back 
get out and just hoof it. And I'm like walking through the tall brush where it's cover and I can just see him kind of through the brush. I'm like, Oh, we're going to be too late. We're going to be too like, just too late. We felt that so many times. And we got to the edge of the, like as far as we could get where the gully comes out of the brush. And I'm like, we're too late. We're, you know, we just got to sit here and then, you know, we're sitting here and, and they start crossing and, uh, you know, about a hundred of them, 150 of them get across, they're pouring down in there and there, it's like a, decent gully but it's not like you could just walk down there and i think my dad's like just try to get down there by yourself you know it's like 150 yards you had to get yeah and so i was like all right and i started and it took him a while to see me i mean there was decent i just hunt you know was hunched over and there was not not much not hardly anything could see me that was a coming i was only visible really to the ones that had already crossed and so I was like less than a hundred yards when they probably, when some of them started seeing me and getting a little twitchy, but they just, they didn't just haul off run and they just kept going. And then it was to the point where I had like maybe another 50, 60 yards. And there was saw there was like maybe 10 or 15 that could see me that were approaching and I could see that there were more coming, but there was kind of a hill that obscured them. And I'm like, well, like this is all I could do. I just got to try. And so. I snuck in and those ones kind of flared down a little bit and crossed, but none of the other ones coming could, had seen me. Yeah. So I just got, I finally got, I walked past two of the trails and there was like the majority of the one right in front of me. So, and all there, I didn't have time. I could see antlers coming. So I'm like, I just dropped down on my knees next to a little bush. And I, I mean, I had just like, I didn't even care like the camo, but I had just warm, camo just regular camo pants that were insulated and so I, but i had a white like thin white hoodie over my jacket and so i just got down on my knees i'm like well either this is gonna work or it's not <laughs> yeah and i just got on down on my knees knocked an arrow and i ranged a rock in the cut bank in front of me and the cut bank is probably like three feet and then the hill kind of gently sloped up from there and then the caribou were just over that and I was like, all right, that rock's 30 yards. That's a good reference. Like, I'll I'll shoot. I'm only going to shoot if they come between me and that rock. That's, so I was doing that too. Well, and I, again, this is my first time bow hunting, but like what, before they would get to me, I'd pull out my range finder and I'd be like, oh, that bush is yeah. 40 yards. Yep. Like that bush is over there, 35. Yep. So I, I knew my Because that's a bunch of extra movement. You know, sometimes you have plenty of time to range like an animal when they're there, but when they're like moving through, you got, kind of got to be ready to shoot from what I gather. Yeah. Because that, and, and all it so the one that I ended up getting, I tried putting the kill shot on it and I, and I thought it was, um, I thought it was 60 yards away, but I, you know, but I, I just didn't want, and I was good again, I was good at 60 yards and, um, but I think it was, I think it was 50. So yeah. I just shot way over oh. the tops, you know, and at that range and that arc, yeah. you know, so it's, it's big knowing what, what distance yeah. you're at. And with especially, both. yeah. Like with a compound or any bow, if you're shooting, like once you get out past like 30 or 40 yards, it's important to know. And, and so a lot of times I think at that far, you have more of a chance to, yeah to range but uh and what's cool is if they're using those trails or like spots where they narrow down through a choke point where you can like have a pretty good idea of like this trail that trail and the yep. next trail but uh anyway so i'm kneeling down there's like all right 30 yards sitting here and i see him like the antlers like they kind of looked like the group that had gone down below and i thought that's what they might do but then they turned and like came back on the main trail that all the other ones had crossed because when you're you're standing back where they're at, looking across, you don't even see the gully. Yeah, 
It's just, you know, so I'm sure they just see this whole line of caribou straight across from them still going. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm on my knees. I'm like, they're coming this way. I was like, they're going to be right on top of me. Like, this is, this is actually working. Like, I can't <laughs> believe this is working. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was, um, a cow, a cow in front of that little group and, you know, and a big bull right behind her. Um, and I'm like, they're coming right here. And I like, I'm just like, don't make eye contact. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with my fingers on the string and just kind of like not moving my head, moving my eyes and watching her and, and the wind's blowing almost towards them, which I was like, yeah, but it, but it's howling. Yeah. And it, like, I think something with the way it was swirling. Cause she's, I could hear her sniffing like, <laughs> yeah. Looking for what might've spooked those other ones, but I was just holding perfectly still. And then she like, she stood up there and like sniffed for a minute and then she like started walking to me and she walked, it didn't even register to me. I watched the video cause the guy, the video guy was hung back and you see her drop down in there. I was like, it didn't even register to me that she like was right next to me when I drew my bow. So I, I, I also did notice that, um, when the wind was absolutely howling and if it, if it was in the wrong direction, you, it's not like you complete. You still had a chance. Yeah, it, like, it, I think it disperses your scent yeah. so much, yeah. and they don't. They just don't know where it's coming from and and what's necessarily going on. But when you got that slight breeze, yeah, oh, and they're downwind from you, I mean, they're out of there. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it, and it was blowing probably twenty miles an hour right then, and she commits, and the bull turns to follow her, and he's quartering to me, and then I, I like look at him, look at the rock. I was like, he's only like twenty yards away. I'm like, I might as well. And he's quartering to me, but I'm like shooting super heavy arrows with these single bevel broadheads. I'm like, I'll just shoot him. Like, why not just shoot him right now? And I'm the whole time. I'm like, I can't believe this is working. I can't believe this is working. But I, I was, you know, so like, sometimes I get all jacked up. I was really calm. I was just like, well, I, I can't, all I control can control is my shot. So I'm like, I'm just, you know, I like, I'll, I'll try to run through my shot as best I can to make sure like I touch my nose on my vein and, like settle into good alignment and like look at where I want to hit and just make, you know, and he just, he stayed there. He, he initially, when I started drawing, he had his head kind of over his shoulder and I wanted to shoot him right in the shoulder, but in the, towards the back in the meat there. Um, but now I'm like drew my bow and my car, well, he's still there and like everything's good and shot. And I, I, I don't know what happened, but I was like, I was on my knees hunched over shooting uphill and I hit him a little high and left aware. I mean, arrow just disappeared and he took off running initially. I'm like, Ooh, you know, I don't know what, how exactly that hit him, but it was high. It was a little high and left of where I was aiming. So you thought you might've got a, the bone there? No, I knew I didn't get the bone. I knew it went through his chest cavity, like some part of his chest cavity because, um, because it just zipped right, zipped right through, you know, uh, and, and if I would have hit bone there, it would have broke his back or, or stopped it or yeah. something. So I'm, I'm like, all right. But if it would have been like low, you know, quartering in right in the back, right where I wanted to hit him, I would have been like, well, freaking toast. And I would have stayed there and knocked another arrow and shot the next one. But um, he runs across, like sprints across the gully, then whips around the other side. And I just see the arrow sticking out in front of it, like down low enough to where, you know, it wasn't like sticking out at the top of his back. It was sticking out. Yeah. So the angle, I, cause I wasn't sure the exact angle it was at and everything, but I see it, saw it sticking out in front of his hip and just blood everywhere. 
like running down that side already in just like a couple seconds. So I was like, oh, he's, he may, you know, it's like, and it, I think it was like a one long, I got the top of one lung and I think I cut that aorta, that, um, that artery that runs pretty high through their body, like under the spine or something. I mean, there was bleeding. Oh. And, yeah. and as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, I was like, that thing's dead, but I didn't know how far. So I, I stood up and watched like where, I wanted to see where he went anyway. I was like, I knew he was going to die. He was done. But he, so he runs back into the herd and they're all kind of like, some of them see me and they're kind of like, what the heck? And it's, he ran a couple circles and then he stopped. And as soon as he's like stopped, another bull came running up to him and hooked his antlers and threw him on the ground. Just like, <laughs> wham! And just starts, lay, starts laying into him. I was like, oh, man. See, that was the coolest <laughs> well, thing, yeah. man. Well, was, when, it, when he was running around, that the other bulls are like, oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. on now. Yeah, you want to fight? You want to you mate with my girls? Like, we're yeah. full. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. I'm like, I'm oh, dying. Yeah. Help I'm me. Dying. <laughs> wham! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. And then he, yeah, yeah. He just stayed down after that other bull wolf. Well, him. yeah, and it, it was quick. I think the other bull initially, then he's like, oh, like, what? <laughs> Something's not right here. He probably felt pretty, like, he felt like the head macho once oh, he did yeah. that. He's, he's like, like, I can put oh, these guys yeah. to shame. Like, yeah. suplex him, man. <laughs> Boom. And that and, was a nice bull you got, too. Oh, yeah. I was like, I mean, I was going to shoot because I'd never even killed with my bulls. Like, I was going to shoot the first bull I got a chance to shoot. You yeah, know? and you end up getting up. A pretty dang nice, nice bull, one, yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought I was like, damn, you know, when I ca- when I saw that, I didn't oh. know you shot your first one. I was like, man, he was patient. He hunted hard, <laughs> and they, he picked it. You know, I was Not- like. I was like, damn, good for him. It like, was just, just showing that restraint <laughs> and just like sorting through them. Cause, yeah. yeah, you're like, yeah, first one I saw, first one with the dick, just ended first up being one. a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just how it worked out. And I, yeah, I was stoked. That was, that was pretty cool, man. So, yeah, we, we went back and, you know, got, got a little bit of food and, and went back out there and cut him up and, and got him out. And then, that yeah that eve we didn't really do a heck of a lot more that evening we went and there was they were moving hard like we went and drove down past where your guys truck was and i don't know we could see it like we look out there and you could see him running dude i was like oh those guys must be into him because it was a solid line of caribou for miles yeah like thousands of them you know and i'm like oh i bet they're having a good day so yeah that was but we hadn't talked to you that day yeah so that what what happened was we were driving, you know, from the south to the north, and and we saw that we saw that group, you know, about half halfway to you know where you guys were hunting mm-hmm. at, and we're like, oh, you know, but it was they were they were over a mile away. Yeah, it was a long ways. I mean, they were all the way against that mountain, and well, I think the, they just started moving up that way too. Yeah, we well, came over the thing, and I was like, those bushes really look like caribou. And you're like. Those are caribou, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, so we we're like, well, let's. We know we got to get a, in front of them, so we just hauled hauled butt and uh, you know got our gear on and and just start. We like you know picked it out. We're like, we're gonna set up in these bushes, and um, you know by that we should be able to get ahead of them where we don't have to wait too long. And and uh, so we did, and you know we're kind of like jogging and. There's a few river crossings and, and yeah, I looked at, I was like, 
Ah, not me. <laughs> like no, like well, freshly uh, frozen creeks and rivers. Oh and no, stuff. and that's a that's kind of a river there. Yeah, like, I mean, because I remember we we looked at it multiple times and we're like, oh, like I was ready to be like, no, thank you, because it was deep enough. It was not ideal. Let's just yeah. say that because if. And, and you know we're trying to and it's open water but and you can't even see the bottom of of this of this thing and you know how it is if you fall through uh, the ice and it it sweeps you under oh, yeah. and you can't break break through and and jordan just is like well i'm gonna try this and just walks <laughs> well, a, walks across and you know he's 240 and i'm you know 180 185 and i'm like well, I guess he made it. So. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> like, there's well, caribou go. tracks going over this yeah. on the ice here, and I was like, I think I think that'll be okay. I yeah. I feel like they weigh more than me, you know. But it, you know, if you break through, I mean, you, you might die. You know? yeah. So I was yeah. like, I'm ready. Yeah. Like I'm like, well, let's look for another option, or or you know, Jordan's like, oh, I'm going here, and just goes for it. I'm like, uh. Well, I guess he made it, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyways, we get over there and. You know, and we're kind of out of breath, like, and, and I'm like, all right, Jordan, like, do you want it? I didn't care. I'm like, do you want to go up higher? Because that brush kind of went, it was like a triangle, like went up the hill. Yeah. And they were like starting. I was like, fuck, they can see it. I like the whole, Jordan probably heard me say, oh, fuck, like yeah. 30 <laughs> times. Because it was like, you know, we were like right at that, ver- it's like they see us or yeah. a few of them do, but like we might have blown it but we might still make yeah. it and uh anyways he's like i want to be higher and i was like all right well i'm gonna set up down here and that was a thing too like both of us trying to hunt it it was hard you know with that if you were by yourself they were just they came around a lot better and yeah so and that may have helped me because it was just me yep. sneaking out there and it like it spooked some of them but not like spooked hard like yeah. not not hightailing it out it's yeah. like yeah run a, run 50 yards and yeah. look and then just start walking so we so i he set up high and that first group kit went up like all of them were i just saw like just nice bulls like heading up by him and i didn't wasn't sure exactly where he was at but i was like oh yeah he's gonna get one and I just set up, there was some thick brush and I'm trying to figure out where, but it was a big enough herd. Like they'll, they could either single track, but I feel like eventually, even on the single tracks, they'll like spread yeah. out, like coming to like a beehive and then they'll come back together and it, it just varies. But that was a huge herd. So I, I knew I was like, they're, they're going to spread out enough and there's going to be some coming by me. And, uh, so anyways, I did that, what I normally, I saw them, I was kind of peeking over and I saw them, they were actually going to come to me. So I like dropped back down and I was just wearing camo, um, just Q camo because our whites were absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and so anyways, I hid in the, this kind of four foot brush and I just put my back right into it. And I kind of like broke some limbs on my left. So if they went to the left, I could take that shot. And then there was a shot to the, and then I had my shot to the right. And, uh, anyways, they, but I wasn't, I was surprised even though I was right against that brush line and it was kind of a thick brush when, in my camo, the, the snow camo worked worked better yeah i think i i, I think i could have got closer yeah. they were still i mean i, I well and even sometimes like that even if it's just like a tatter you know like a 
tattered painter suit or I just had, if you just have like some white, even it does, I don't think it even matters. That would probably matter that there's always exceptions, but you know, even if you have some like dark stuff sticking out or whatever, cause it just breaks you up, you know, like, yeah. especially when it stuff starts getting windblown, like it's all like broken black rock and yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, anyways, I, I did have, you know, a few cows, like literally just walked, you know, five feet, five yeah. feet away from me. There's this nice, like old caribou trail, no tracks on it yet, but you could see where mm-hmm. animals have been cruising on that and and the wind was just howling and i haven't ever really shot i figured it affected the arrow but i didn't know how much i've never shot into the wind like that you know again first year and so anyways i had i um i had some caribou on the on the right of me and i have no idea how i missed this caribou but i took a shot and i thought it was a good clean shot but yeah again i I didn't want to move too much, so I didn't range it, and yeah. I, I probably was just off my my ten yards or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I shot at that one, completely missed, and you can tell, you know, because air, you can see blood yeah, on see them or where, not. You know, yeah. And um, but I missed that one, and that was a nice bull. And then that they kind of quit going to the right, but I still had an opportunity on the left, so it was pretty cool. And then I um, I ranged the one this time and i was like all right well i know what pin to be on Mm -hmm. and i lined up on it and um and i shot and that again i wasn't sure how the wind i knew it was gonna affect but i Mm -hmm. wasn't sure how much and it was blowing pretty good and you know hindsight and knowing what i know now but yeah i hit it in the it moved it hit it in the farther farther back in the body but it was a it was a fatal shot but but it was not a long shot. Yeah. And um, so anyways, it, but it it was just standing there and all these other caribou were cruising by it and it was just looking around and you could tell it just wasn't wanting to move very much. And uh, so I waited for a while and, and it bedded down and I kind of walked up to it and it, or close to it and it, and it got up and it, tried you know it ran like a hundred feet and it bedded down again and i was trying to sneak up to it and again same thing i I thought i was farther away than i was so i yeah so i tried doing that kill shot and i shot over the top of it where i should have just ranged but you know you're just dumb in the moment sometimes and and it's just it was a huge learning experience and you know going for after that i was like man you know, wind affects these arrows. Like we, we just got to be a lot closer, yeah. and we we don't want to be those guys that are just wounding animals. But so, anyways, I uh, it was it was cool though. So I took that shot, I missed, and then it, it carried down a ways, and I I got up on the hill and just started um, circling around it, and then started walking, and, and it went into some brush and and bedded down, and um, I went up to it and. And, uh, yeah, I got about 40 yards and it, and in the brush, I saw it stood up and I just slowly walked up to it about, or no, it was still bedded down and I slowly walked up to it about 30 yards away and it stood up and I just pulled, pulled an arrow back and just set it right in the kill zone and it, and it just like plopped over 
And then I got up to it, you know, like, you know, right away because mm-hmm. it was there. And I just put one right in its neck just to, you know, I yeah. don't want it to suffer. And But, it, yeah, and then it, it just died. Yeah. Like, well, right. that sounds like, play, you know, pretty smart. Cause a lot of those critters, especially if they don't know you're there, don't know what happened. And, you know, like you shoot them back if you just, like, leave them for a second and don't just go charging after them or whatnot. Like, they don't, they don't want to move, you know. Yeah, they just, don't want to move, you know. Out. And sometimes, you know, like if if you know animals, like even you know, sometimes, well, like the grizzly bear, I killed with a stone arrowhead. I'd hit him. I hit him right where I wanted to, but he was at the wrong. He was at an angle I didn't think he was. And I, after looking at the video, I'm like, yeah, like you know, maybe a lung, but for sure, live like it's for sure a fatal shot. And just like letting stuff settle because they're not going to want to move yep. when they're hit like that. And, you know, you want to try to like get them killed as quick as you can. But you got to balance that with like making sure you do get them killed. But I mean, ultimately, like it made, you know, you got it done. So, it, yeah. So I, so I, um, you know, Jor- Jordan was trying to get into position, but, but he, you know, with his uh, recurve, you know, he just needed to be a, a lot closer. And that was the yeah. thing, you know. I was while he's finishing off his caribou, I'm running around up in the mountain there, like Robin Hood. I'm, I'm taking like forty yard shots. I know it's. I, I told you earlier. I was like, yeah, I'm not shooting unless it's thirty. But I was totally trying at forty, <laughs> and I was losing arrows left and right. I was just winging them, and I was like, you know what, like. They were good quarter-way shots, but I was shooting low and to the right, just consistently. Yeah. Well, and you had a few different arrows, too, because you just yeah. got that bow. And, and same here. I had 300 and 400 spine. I was just trying to see what – I wanted to optimize this bow and see what shoots the best. And, and he had different arrows. So, I mean, we, we're we going to be a lot more ready for yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, it's a learn, you know, and, like, it's – yeah, that's a learning experience, you know. It's not it there, and there's a different you know there's a difference between like you're when you're 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 learning and trying to do to between just that being your that t- like haphazard stuff like being your practice you know it's like like I'm I am not above stepping like if if something shooting somewhere like I can step out of my truck and step off the road and it's dumb enough to stand there and let me shoot it. I'm not above shooting it, but that's like not my, that's not my strategy. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, yeah, he, you know, he, my strategy is not to just shoot as many arrows as I possibly can. Like, and then like, Oh, well if, you know, the more arrows I shoot, the higher the chances of getting something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tyler told me, you know, I, I went and met up with him. He's like, dude, you just need to sit down and be patient, you know? And, I, you know, he told me, go get in position. There's some more coming, you know? So I ran up there and laid down, you know, a couple hundred past me. And I'm just like, you know, they're too far out of my reach, you know, 40, 50 yards away, but that's too far for me, you know? And there was a little gap in between them. And I went and got set up behind this rock and a couple came my way and uh, it gave me an opportunity. And unfortunately I, you know, I'd, there was one and it came, you know, 35 yards away and I, I shot and I wounded it and I, I, it was high in the back, you know, and, um, yeah, I, I, I followed the trail, you know, for two, three miles probably. And, you know, we went back the next day and glassed, but I, I never found it. Yeah. Well, and you, and you said that, uh, yeah, you, you shot, yeah. You said you, you would see it, it would, it would hunker down. But then that next group of caribou would come and it would run, 
And um, so we decided that we, you know, we're going to leave it for the night. And then that's the next day we saw you. So we, and he followed it for, you know, a few miles and was trying to keep a distance, you know, where, where he could see where, yeah. where it finally settled down. And, um, and anyways, so when we met you the next day, um, you know, we, we went and looked for that one and we set up in, you know, multiple spots and, um, pulled out the spotting scope and the binos and we spent a few hours, um, looking for it, but yeah, we, we didn't find it. Yeah. But yeah, Jordan, maybe, um, but so that was my, that was my hunt and then maybe talk about your, your successful hunt. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, well, I was going to add, we, <laughs> um, and yeah, like eventually like stuff's going to go wrong, you know, like you're going to wound stuff eventually. And it, like, you just got to like make it a learning experience, yeah. you know, it's, that's, that's the difference. Like people that like you, you make mistakes and you learn from them and you like find a way to try to do better next time. Yeah. You know, like that's the difference between, you know, the, like, then just being someone who like doesn't even care and, but yeah, anyway, and so, we, and, and so we, we, uh, we talked, well, we talked about it and, and, um, you know, and honestly there, there wasn't that much, there wasn't that much blood on it and, and, yeah. and it was still actually, it was moving still pretty good. So, you know, maybe. Yeah. And so a lot of, sometimes like stuff like that's not, le- you know, like you shoot them in the guts or something yeah. like that's when they act like, you know, they don't want to move. And yeah, so this was a muscle shot. Yeah. So I, I was like, well, you know, hope it probably, it just carried probably just carried on um because it definitely was not a gut shot it, it was like, i hope oh, yeah, yeah. You know. no yeah. well you saw there yeah um yeah. so anyways that but that next day you know we we ran into you and, yeah we were pat we'd packed up and we're leaving and yeah pulled over and and talked a little bit like you got any extra arrows <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that was the the deal. You know, I had a couple extra ones left over, but they weren't traditional broadheads for me. You know, I yeah. had some tri points, and I was like, I have no idea. I don't think these are meant for you know recurves or anything. You know, and uh, you were nice enough to oh. give us a couple. And yeah, and I was like, you know, because we I looked you know, looked at your your bow set up and like your pretty like you're a little taller than i am so I'm like, yeah your draw link's pretty similar to mine so i'm like these should should shoot pretty good out of your bows you're just like make just make sure you're really close <laughs> yeah no oh, and that's what we talked yeah. about after you know i i got mine and then he did that with that other one and um we're like all right that like we're not shooting over 30 yards and we're taking wind wind in consideration and we're only gonna go for a nice nice bowl like it, it's just you know it's like it's not worth it and uh you know we don't we don't want to be that those guys so yeah we we learned and so it's like only close shots only good shots otherwise we're let we're letting whatever animals pass like yeah that that's it and so and yes yeah so it was that morning we saw you know we went and glanced around didn't see anything and you know, on the drive up, you know, we saw some more boo coming up through the the pass there. So we we went back up there, and there was a nice herd. And uh, Tyler dropped me off on the side of the highway, and I hiked down a little bit. And I just set up, but it was blowing like crazy. I mean, the snow was just frozen in my beard. My <laughs> He gave me my gloves, but I threw them back in the truck because I was, like, so excited. You know, I was so excited for the opportunity, you know, and I was like, I, I don't want those. Those are just going to throw me off, you know, and yeah, I, 
I was sitting down there and I was like, my hands were just numb, you know, I could not feel anything in them. And I was like, boy, this is going to be tough, you know, and here they come, you know, and uh, they, they pop up over this ledge, you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm slow. I, I had already been drawn back, you know, I heard them coming up and I'm, I've let like five or six bulls pass by this point i finally see one you know and it gives me the opportunity and i mean and those are and those are decent bulls too they were but but they're just bigger yeah (laughs) yeah and so i yeah i I was just sitting i was on my knees you know and i just stood completely still drawn back you know the first five or six you know passed by and i'm like my arm is just tired from holding my bow back so i i let down very slowly and then that one my bull pops up and there's a cow in front of it and then it you know it it's 15 yards away and it steps out and it's just it is just the opportunity to take yeah. and you know i i pulled back and i let her fly and it hit it right where i was aiming i mean it was just ideal and that thing ran 50 yards and yeah, i mean it was it was done easy easy pack it was just ideal yeah, and, and we talked about it, you know, after, and and Jordan's like, man, you know, that just felt like cheating, you know, it was just, it, was, it just was too, it just worked out, you like know. Like the perfect opportunity. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. I was, and I was like, no, it's not. That's no, not been, cheating. By this point, you know, this <laughs> yeah. is 10 days into our hunt, and I'm just like, oh, I felt like cheating. He's like, you know, it, you know, that's, that's outsmarting them, you know. And, you earned that opportunity. Uh, yeah. Well, it was the same thing for us, man. I mean, it. And it was like it was two days, but it was action packed two days, and it was it was cool to see like incrementally, because I came at it like yeah, like well, I think I could probably figure this out, but it, it's like incrementally every time it's like a little bit closer, and all right, we don't want to do that again. Yeah, uh, a little bit closer, a little bit closer, and then all of a sudden like there's one standing there twenty yards away. I'm like, you know, it was like, well, that was easy. Yeah, it's like no. at the moment you're like, man, like the thing's right there. No, and and that's the thing. Like I felt. I felt like, I mean, after we got it dialed, like, you know, I got that one the day before and then he got that one the next day. And, and I went after that herd that he went after. Um, so he was skinning his and I went after that herd and, um, I got 30 yards away and there must've been like 20, 20 bulls in that thing. And I could have shot any of them, but I was, I just wanted to see, you know, and, and I was like, well, and, and it was within my range, you know, and I was like, well, I'm, uh, I'm just, I was like, I kind of need to shit or get off the pot, you know, go help him cut this up or, or shoot one of these. And, uh, and I was like, well, I'm not going to shoot one, but I'm going to see how close I can get. Yeah. So I got another two yards closer, 28 yards. And, and then they, uh, they heard me and jumped up and, and took off and, uh, but yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was a super cool experience. But but again, you know, and that hurt. Like I felt like after we kind of got the process down, and I mean, he and then that when he was done skinning his, that herd came right by him. So I mean, he Jeez. he could have went and you know got another one. And that's it was funny when he was shooting his. I had I was watching in my binoculars, and I was like, holy shit! I was like, this is this is happening. Yeah, and uh. Yeah, and he just smoked it, and then I saw him like give like the hurrah. Yeah. Oh, I knew it was done. And, you know, I, was, and, uh, I hit it so so perfect. That shot was just awesome. It was such. It was so close. I mean, the animal's right next to me. That's so cool, man. Like when you um, and I saw him jump up, and I was like, 
what an idiot. I was like, why isn't he sinking another? I didn't know. Oh, idea. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, but I was just like, man, just stick it again, you yeah. know? And like, cause we did talk about that too. Cause I've made that mistake. Sheep hunting, you know, where you shoot and, and, um, I shot at, I told you earlier, I shot at one, um, 25 yards away when I, and I let like 40, 50 bulls come by me, but there was, I thought it was high enough and I, I literally was an inch or two needed to be an inch or two higher and I hit a brush and I literally just yeah. saw it shoot my arrow. Because you're looking through your sights but the brush is right in front of your arrow. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like the 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 others were clear but it was yeah. just that one and I was like literally just like an inch and it, it I couldn't believe how far it shot my arrow like up in the air. Yeah. And uh, anyways, yeah, we were, we were talking about it. <laughs> And, um, it's like, all right, you know, like if I had not like jumped up, like they would have just kept on coming. So it's like, after we shoot, we just got to stay down, keep our cool. And you'll, and if we were going for more, you know, like he could have, if he had an arrow out, he could have yeah. put it, put another one right in, you know, the one right next to him. But well, we were, we were pretty good with yeah with, with two that's pretty pretty cool you know shooting and then just watch the veins just disappear oh yeah that arrow that you gave me there it 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 went right through it no problem i mean i the it stopped at the fletching and uh it ran 40 50 feet and the arrow fell out and yeah i mean it was such a Man. learning experience the whole thing you know from day one to you know finally dropping a boo you know and then it was just like looking back at it you know i don't know if i ever want to rifle hunt again you know because <laughs> the, the thrill of it is so so awesome but just getting to experience it you know and yeah i yeah. there's I learned no a lot. there's no arguing you do get to like do and see some things that like it's just it's you're just getting you're just getting started when you would ar- like you'd be cutting meat already oh yeah the yeah. gun which it's i mean i'll always be a rifle a rifle hunter too but it, it's there's no denying like there's yeah there's that different aspect it's fun it's addicting yeah it it is it's such a cool thing you know just being right there with the animals and you know for for me you know especially you know taking the one shot and wounding it you know just i i I probably should have been closer you know i don't i don't have i don't i haven't practiced that much you know i just did it and so definitely next time you know i'll hopefully have a few more thousand or a few more hundred arrows to practice, you know, and maybe. Yep. That's all, that's all you can do is, yeah, you, know? you just, you learn and then, I mean, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's still like they will forever be humbled. Like, I mean, I'm just waiting for my next screw up, but because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's going to happen, but no, it's, it's fun, but yeah. And yeah, the way it worked out, I'm, I'm glad you guys are able to stop by and, and, and visit with you some more and, yeah, it was freaking perfect to to do a podcast on this. Like oh, with this is other guys that were cool. actually there because it was, you know, hunting up there. And it's like the one thing I almost, I always try to like not. I, I never want to like blow spots. Like does that that pisses me off when people do that and stuff. But the Hall Road's kind of like unique. Like it's everyone knows about it, and I don't like to get too specific, but it's kind of a thing like there's almost always going to be other people hunting up there and it's cool, you know, it's, it's nice, especially when there's other people, but you know, whether you talk to them or not, but it's like, everyone's, it's nice that everyone's being 
cordial and like doing their best to work yeah. together or how you know coordinate and whatnot because you know and how much better it would have been even if if you know some people weren't just trying to run them down in their truck and herding with the truck type of deal you know it's <laughs> like it's so like so close it could be so much fun like when they're just left fairly unmolested you know even if you're just on <laughs> yeah. foot you know, on foot, but I mean, it was, it was cool. I had a great time. It was, it was really fun. So. No, meeting you was pretty cool. You know, just your knowledge in the bow, you know, you're showing me some more stuff about mine. You know, David taught me some stuff there at full color yeah. curl, you know, but when you were like, yeah, you know, cause I'd taken my bow down, mm-hmm. you know, practice, you know, and put it back together a couple times, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah you, you need your like- draw, you know, this needs to be sitting at around eight inches. And I mean, that was, I mean, David told me that, but it just secondhand gone through my mind, you know, Yeah, just all those little important details and stuff. So yeah, running into you guys is just, what a treat, no. man. We, and you it's, guys taught yeah, a lot. It's, it's cool. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I certainly don't know everything, but like, you know, whatever I can, like it's knowledge I can help people with. I'm happy to. And it's cool to see people shooting real bows, you know? thank you that was that was the one thing that stuck with me when we walked up and he's like there's another actual bow hunter and i was like i looked at tyler i was like yeah wow no it was fun yeah like a when i walked up to you i was just gonna let you know that we like i said we've been kind of waiting our turn and and i was like well i'm just you know letting you know i'm I'm gonna be hunting this but then i kind of wrecked i was like are you I think I was like I think I follow you on Instagram. I don't follow many hunters yeah. on there, and I still I don't know if I do or not. But you're I follow Full Curl Friday, oh, and, yeah. and you're always posting on there. And I was like I, I was like, what's your name? And you're like, well, depends who's asking. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like Tyler, and I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, but you know, like you said, uh, I was like, well, I thought I was like maybe it's you, but it's like some guy I follow post on full girl friday all the time i was like he's a little bit bigger than you though yeah. and you're like yeah i lost about 40 pounds i was <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so it was like yeah and you're like I, I do post on there and i was like um i was like all right it, it is yeah. the guy yeah yeah that's funny but yeah and it was in the same thing like i you know you always like i always feel bad if i like bump into people's plans and like i you know i'm just like go go with the flow what you do, know, I'll be like, you know, you're always like, yeah. burning someone. No, I mean that's the thing. Like yeah. you just try to do your best, to- especially in a spot like that. You know, in places with, you know, it's fairly higher, high concentration, and well, yeah, even like you know, even sheep hunting. I mean, sometimes yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'm not saying like, I mean, if you're hunting a spot, you're always hunt- <laughs> you're hunting someone else's spot. Like yeah, you're either hunting a guide spot or. You know, someone that's been hunting that for 20 years, I mean, it's just, I mean, you just do your best to be respectful, yeah. but, but I mean, there's just, there's a lot of hunters out there and, and yeah, I mean, you're just hunting, hunting the yeah. same ground. So I was just just, saying like, hopefully we didn't give the impression like, you know, cause you, I'd be like, yeah, man, just let us know what you guys want to do and we'll, uh, we'll we, like, we'll adjust and do, you know, we'll find, we'll every, there's plenty, there's plenty of animals around, so yeah. we'll all yeah. find something to do. Yeah. And again, that's, I just wanted to let you know, like, I obviously I didn't mind that you, you guys were like, we all have the same, right. But I, I just yeah. wanted to let you know, I was like, Hey, I'm not purposely trying to burn you guys, yeah. but, 
but, but I, I'm going to be I will be here again. Yeah, yeah I will be yeah. here tomorrow. No, I had that kind of experience, too, a few days prior to that. Uh, we had been kind of uh, burnout as well. Is this working? It, it doesn't sound like it. Huh, it should. You want to talk, Jordan? Um, no, I can't hear you. Uh, huh, that's weird. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's a good time to shut her down. That I don't know. Good. I don't know what the <laughs> what the deal is with that, but uh yeah. Anyway, well yeah, great to meet you guys and uh uh listeners appreciate uh if you enjoy Tundra Talk, appreciate it if you uh, leave a good review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on and uh if you have any comments or questions you can email podcast at tundertalkak.com. Thank you. <laughs>